So here we go then. Welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast, which is proudly sponsored. I'm going to say it right this time. John Fowler's solicitors. Of course, big up Michael Kennedy for sorting that out. And uh, I have to say, the travel attire with the logo John Fowler's on looks very good. So big up Michael for that. Um, I'm your host as ever, Ross, bringing you all things Itch Town Women's content. And I'm here, as always, with my co-host and town women's skipper, Blue Wilson. Blue, it's always a pleasure. It's been a while since we recorded a podcast. We've got a jam-packed podcast to bring you. But how are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks, Ross. Um, like you said, it's going to be a jam-packed pod. I want to add that uh, Michael Kennedy was actually sporting that tracksuit with the John Fowler solicitors, and it looked great. So um, he's part of, he's one of us now. Um, so he was there for the QPR game on Sunday. Um, but yeah, all good otherwise. Thanks, Ross. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it was it was sad missing the game on Sunday. I was in Devon in Plymouth seeing the men's team lose, but it was a good game. It was entertaining, you know, tackles flying in, some goals, but unfortunately we left um, Devon with a defeat. But looking on the tweets, looking at Kieran up, giving updates, 7-0 win, happy days. We're going to cover both the wins, the Bridgewater and QPR wins. But we also got a special guest. Blue, I'll let you introduce her. Debut season, debut on the pod. I'm sure she's going to have a cracking pod as well. Yeah, so fresh on the scene, new into the first team this season. Um, and put in some really, really good performances so far. Um, so, yeah, we've got Megan Waring joining us. How are you doing, Megan? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. How are you? All good, thanks. I know you had training tonight. You said it was a bit chilly. Um, was yeah. that first team or academy? Uh, it was first team. Very nice. Yeah, it's getting this time of year now, isn't it? The, the summer nights are closing in. Um, it's now getting a bit chilly. Of course, we're lucky with the women's team that you, you train at four to six, so it's still just still a bit light. But now I'm sure at six o'clock now it's getting a bit darker. Was it? Was it just about getting darker, Megan? Yeah, it started to get darker, but <clears throat> I wasn't very prepared. I didn't have a jumper or a jacket tonight. Oh. I was just in my t-shirt, and I was regretting it. Yeah, yeah, you'll, I'm sure, yeah, you'll, you'll learn throughout the next few weeks and months because yeah, it's going to get chilly. Definitely in the Suffolk um, area, it, it does get chilly because we're so close to the coast. But you know, yeah. Felix and stuff like that. Um, but now this is an opportunity, Megan, really, to have a little catch up with you, introduce you to to the Itchus Town Women's Massive because you've had a very interesting journey. You've you know jumped on the scene in pre season, made some really good performances, made your debut in the league this campaign as well. How has it been? And um, football in general, like. Have you always enjoyed playing football? Um, yeah, so it's, all, it's been crazy, really. I went from nothing to a lot of stuff really quick. Um, to be fair, I started... I, w- I wouldn't say I played football for ages. I started playing football at like eight, nine years. So not actually that long, really. Yeah, and Blue... Um, oh, Megan, carry on. Once again... Yeah, we want to hear the story. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear how I started playing football? Yeah. Go for it. So, well, I sort of, I'd always played sports. And then um, my old, when I lived in Birmingham, because I used to live in Birmingham, my PE teacher came up to me. And he was like, oh, Megs, I'm starting a girls football team. I want you to, like, see if you're any good. Come come trial. So I went and trialed. And it was all right. I wasn't I wasn't super passionate, you know. I was just thought, oh, it's another sport. I'll do it. He needs, he needs players. He needs numbers. So I went along to the first tournament. And I actually really, really didn't enjoy it. I came off after the first game. It might have even been the first half and we were getting battered. And I was like to my dad, I don't want to play. I was like, this isn't for me. I don't like it. And my dad basically told me to stop being a wimp and toughen up. And so I was like, okay. So I went back out. 
toughened up, um, got on with it. And then I came off the pitch and I was like, I love it. And then from there, I just stuck with it and now I'm here. Brilliant. Yeah, I hear your parents on the touchline. Definitely your dad is very passionate. Um, if he's listening, hello, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. But yeah, he's very passionate. And um, journey to Richard Town, really, how did that sort of come about? You know, your, your new intake and, you know, you've made your debut in the first team already. Of course, you're captain of the under-21s team. We didn't mention that. We've got two captains on the pod today, first team and academy team. But um, yeah, how, how did the sort of move come about? Um, so, I, well, I've been living in Birmingham. And I'd just gone to sign for Villa because they'd worked in our school and they sort of saw me and brought me in. And I just sort of agreed that I was going to play for them. And then maybe a week after we had agreed it, my parents told me that we were going to be moving to London. So obviously I was gutted. This is my first opportunity to play for like, because in Birmingham, they're a big team. you got Villa and Birmingham. And so I was excited. And then I sort of, I almost felt like, oh, it's been taken away from me. But then we got in contact with some of the London clubs like Chelsea, Arsenal and Arsenal invited me down for like a six week trial. So I did that. And then at the end of that, I remember they came up to me that night at training. They came up to me with a bag and he handed it to me. And I was like, what's this? And he was like, this is your kit. And I was so excited. And so then I played for Arsenal for a season. And at the end of that season, they asked me to retrial. I didn't get in. So then I moved on. Then I went and played. I signed for Millwall. So I played at Millwall for a good three, four years. And then from there, that sort of all began to fall apart. And I moved to Essex, which is where a lot of the girls have come from. So at the time, Joe was coaching the 16s and I'd just come into the under-14s. And then sort of progressed through the 14s into the 16s of Essex. And then once I hit my second year of Essex, sort of Essex ends at 16s. And then, so I was looking for another club and then I sat down, spoke to Joe and then remember I had a Zoom call with Joe where he basically was going to tell me if Ipswich wanted me or not. And so um, got on a Zoom call with him. That was very, very nerve wracking. Um, and then he told me that Ipswich wanted to take me on and then signed and then came into the 21s. And Blue, Megan's, you know, pre-season, you, you, were, you were there a lot of games. You've seen her play in the first team as well. What's your... We'll put you on the spot as always, um, and as Megan's here, share your thoughts on Megan so far. I'm trying to remember the first impression I had because that's the normal question you ask. And I actually, I actually remember Joe speaking about you before you had before I'd ever met you. Um, I remember him saying, "Oh, we've got this. We've got this four at Essex. I think she'd be a great centre back." Um, and I was like, "Oh, is she coming in then?" And she, he was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, so that was my first sort of when you got introduced to me um, and then obviously you've come on the scene this season um, but I've always thought that you've got the a good brain a really good brain um, so I knew that as soon as the confidence was flying you'd be able to put in good performances and I think probably the past two games has definitely showed that um, so yeah I hope your ego is not too big now Megan um, <laughs> but you haven't made it yet okay <laughs> and Megan, we'll segue into the Bridgewater game shortly because, um, of course, that was your first start, clean sheet, happy days. But I want to quickly talk about the start for the under 21 so far. A mixed bag of results, scores a big win against Bay United, but then the defeat last week against Chelsea. And I think when this goes out, you'll be travelling up to Aston Villa, playing against all oh, Aston Villa, big Ooh. game for you. Um, but how, how has that been so far, playing for the under 21s and playing in the academy league? 
it's been good obviously last year compared to this year is very different for me because last year I was learning a trade of a new position sort of coming in trying to build confidence consistency whereas this year obviously I've been given the armband so it's a lot more responsibility you've got to lead the team um expected to put in solid solid performances week in week out and so um yeah obviously Man U was a good game a real battle because we had to go down to 10 towards the end so it was a real show of like team cohesivity and then obviously Chelsea wasn't a great game I'll be honest we didn't play very well lost 4-0 but we had that was our third game as a squad together so still very very early doors obviously Chelsea those girls in that squad have played together for years now they all know each other really well so we're it's a new system a lot of the girls haven't played this formation before so not not too worried to be honest I think We've got a lot of drive in the academy. A lot of people are willing to put the work in. People who want to learn, want to push themselves. I think just the more we play with each other, and to have Manu and Chelsea back to back is a is a hard start to the season. Um, but yeah, I think the the more we train together, sort of learn each other how we play. I think I think the season will be good for us. Yeah, and you guys, I was at that game, and you guys weren't giving up. You know, you kept going until the final whistle. Just yeah, Chelsea just. Got the got the goals and yeah, I saw you at the end. You were on the floor, just like you know, because you've worked so hard in the game. Um, but let's let's transition now into the the Bridgewater game. That was your first start, clean sheet. Not the the game that will live long in the memory for everyone. I'm sure not. Your, that's a great opportunity. You look back. Yeah, that's my first start, clean sheet. But um, what's your your overall thoughts on the game? I know it's a couple of weeks ago now, but you know, first senior start. Um, very exciting. I was um. Wasn't really expecting to start, but um, Liv couldn't make it. So Friday night after training, we were in the cafe, and Joe called me over, and he was like, "You're starting Sunday." And I was like, I "Had to." I was like, "Keeping it cool," and I was like, "Okay." And then I, I literally I walked out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I need to go home and think about how I'm gonna play. <laughs> um, so yeah, sort of Saturday. To be fair, I was working on Saturday, which was good because I didn't have time to think and stress about it. So I came into Sunday. I was I was felt quite confident on Sunday. I'd trained well in the week, obviously. We got a good win against Man U, so confidence was pretty high. Um and then yeah, so went into Sunday confident and I just wanted to play well. Obviously, as a centre back, you want to try to keep a clean sheet. I think the main thing that I was thinking in my head to be honest is because I'd come on against Gillingham, sort of in the second half before. And I felt when I came on against Gillingham, I didn't have a good game. I gave away the ball and I went and scored. So the main thing was for me was just to correct what I'd fixed pretty much. I was just thinking, come in, have a solid game. Don't give away any goals and cost the team points pretty much. Um, sort of once, once the game started, everything goes away and you just focus on the game. And I was against a... Lincoln tall striker so all I was thinking about was just how I deal with her nothing else was really on my mind I was just thinking about on the pitch and what was going on at the time yeah, yeah we called we called her the giant last season she played centre-back and honestly she's so tall so um I wasn't at the game but I was I was sort of shocked to hear that she was playing striker because I bet she was a handful yeah, well, a few times a goalie went long and I I, tr I was going up to try and win a header against her. I think one time I won a header and I was like, I don't know how I've just done that because she was huge, especially when she jumped. Yeah, it was um, it was an ugly game, but 
you know, we've got to win ugly in this division sometimes. And that was on blue, you know, unfortunately, you weren't in the game. But I'm sure, you, you know, seeing the result, only 1 0, an own goal, of course, we hadn't scored in the game. But in this league, we've, we've, we've shown that we need to win ugly sometimes to get the three points. It's a win, it's a win. Happy days. Yeah, it's one of those which you sort of take and you're like, okay, yes, it's a win, but we still need to improve. Um, we still want a good performance. Um, so you move on from it and you sort of, it's more of a relief, I think. Um, but like, it's it's sort of, what's happened is that we've won, yes, we've had some good performances, but we've got a lot to improve on. Um, and luckily enough, Megan, you were one of the, the ones who had great performance. I think Anna as well. I think she's, she's great to mention, great start to the season. Um, been our best player so far, I think. Yeah, she has. Because she, she was the one who did the cross, weren't she, Megan? And, yes, um, the defender, goal. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, you got you got a lot of praise, Megan, after the game, you know, definitely from fans saying, you, you know, your first thing you start getting a clean sheet, had a good performance in a game that wasn't very memorable. But um, sort of round off the game, um, as, as I said, it was an ugly game, but it's always good to get an ugly win, three points in the bag. Yeah, exactly that. Obviously, for me, it's probably more of a memorable day than for anyone else because obviously my first start. But I think I said it after the game to someone or maybe on my interview, I just said, realistically, I've not achieved much yet. Like, I've had a good performance, but there's a lot more that I want to do and that the team's got to do. So, um, yeah, still a lot a lot to look forward to and push for. Definitely, definitely. Just the beginning for Megan. Um, let's go on to then the QPR game on the weekend in the cup, cup action. Um, just a 7-0 win against QPR. Uh, I wasn't there. So, Blue, Megan, take it away. Um, a lot of goals. Laffey scoring two. Tash come off the bench to score two. Manny Biggs. Nia Evans apparently scored a weldy. Uh, first goal for the club as well, which is good. And Anna Gray, as we mentioned, her 50th appearance for the club, scoring from the penalty spot. And I was here and Kieran told me, like, Tash could have got a hat-trick if she wanted to, but Anna went and took it. But, Blue, take it away. Talk about the key moments in the game. Yeah, so we, we went to QPR, um, QPR in the league below, so this was in the cup. Um, started with a really young back line, actually. Um, so we had Nina in goal um, for her first start for the club. We've got Leah Mitchell, um, Nia Evans and obviously Megan, so an incredibly young back four. Um, I have to say, when I looked at the back four, I was like, wow. There is some youth there, um, but you know what? The, the performance was unbelievable um, from the back line, considering there was a lot of sort of well, there was meant to be nerves there, but didn't show really. Um, the, as the game went on, QPR didn't really put up much of a fight. I expected them to come out as a little bit, especially when these teams have nothing really to lose. They're expected to be beaten in these type of games. Um, but yeah, they were very passive which allowed us to be on the ball a lot um, and we bopped it round, which was good to see. But yeah, we had some we had some good goals. Nia Evans' goal was definitely pick of oh, the way she hit that ball. Oh my. Um, I'd like to see her on free kicks, actually. Does she take free kicks to the academy? Um, uh, yeah, her, her or Abby Smith, depends okay. who's feeling more confident, but yeah. Yeah, oh, the way she strikes the ball was so crisp. Um, so yeah, she was almost shocked when the ball hit the back of the net. Honestly, it took her a couple of seconds. Um, but yeah, definitely pick of the bunch. Tash came on, scored with her first touch. Um, we then got a penalty in the sort of last few minutes of the game. And I'm thinking, oh, Tash, this is your hat trick. Um, but I think Anna stepped up. I think Tash was quite happy with that. There was no conflict there um, and buried it. So yeah, all in all, nice and clinical, a good 
I think, a good confidence builder for players up front. And I haven't even mentioned our new signing, um, Freya, who who started the game, um, who looks like a really exciting prospect. Yeah, let's quickly mention, of course, Freya Godfrey signing on a dual registration from Arsenal. Um, because that was on the, that got announced on the Friday, I think it was the Friday. Yeah, it got it got announced last week, and she made yeah. a debut, and she played well. She got two assists. Um, Megan, your thoughts on the game then as a whole? Um, playing in the back line of you know some of your teammates in academy, which must have been great for you. Uh, Nina getting a getting a nice uh, clean sheet on her first start as well. That must be good for her. But um, yeah, your thoughts on the game? Um, a very different game. A lot more sort of in possession, trying to build attacks from the defense, but um. Yeah, going into the game, I don't. Leah, well, Leah was probably a bit nervous, obviously first start, but that is our starting back three um, for the academy. So we were comfortable next to each other. Obviously, we played together a bit. I played with Leah before Ipswich, so we already had sort of chemistry there. Um, but yeah, very different game. A lot of sort of having to build with passes, being crisp in possession. Um, didn't have a huge amount to do out of possession. I think I maybe had one or two recovery runs, but not much. But um, a good performance and just sort of, I think, getting more comfortable with the other first-teamers, sort of because we were in possession so much, learning how EK, Bonnie like to play, finding the tens or the wing or the wing backs out wide. So, yeah, um, good learning, obviously learning how to play in different, different sorts of games. But, yeah, overall, it was obviously good, good win. Good confidence build, I think, for everyone. Yeah, I think so too. Didn't Laffy pretty much score the same goal, pretty much from a corner? Or Kieran was saying, you know, header yeah. and stuff. So that must have been, yeah. Li- they were goals. literally identical. Yeah, they yeah. were quite literally identical. That's good, and that's good to see everyone. You know, a lot of different goal scorers on the day. When it, when you see a seven 0 you think, oh, it's just a striker scoring the goals. But it was good to see, you know, Laff, Tash, you know, Maddie getting the goals. I haven't mentioned Big e, Big Z, you know, scoring scoring a goal as well. Um, blue, you know, through to the cup round, uh, next round of the cup. I think everyone's got a buy. I was looking at all the fixtures, yeah. I think every team pretty much got a buy, which I don't know how it really works, but that's how it works. Yeah, I'm not sure how the prelims work, but it happens. Um, so yeah, when whenever the draw comes about, hopefully a home draw, um, for us yes. all, but yeah, that'll be good, good to get a cup run, I think. Definitely. And um, yeah, it's just good for the stats as well. We've now got a lot of stats with people who are scoring goals and getting assists. I think also Big Z, she's got two assists in the game as well. So mm. happy days. Who took the corners? Because if Laff is in the box headering or whatever, who's taking the corners? So Laff did take some. Um, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Nia, was Nia on them? Um, I think I she might have taken one. I think she might have taken one, but Laff's goals were from... Open like play. In, in, oh. Yeah, open play, yeah. I should have yeah. done my research. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I should have done my research. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember a good summer Hughes cross and then Kieran credited... Who did he credit on Twitter? He credited someone else. Ooh. Sarah, um, I think. Sarah Brazier, yeah. So we yeah. did have a word. We did have a word. <laughs> Poor Summer. She deserves she deserves credit sometimes, you know, most of the time. She's, she has unbelievable performances and she should get that assist, that first assist of the season. Yeah. Um, bad on you, Kieran, bad on you. But you could, you do a good job, my friend. Do not worry, you do a good job. Um, but yeah, big win. Um, and of course, we've got Crawley Ross in the league um, next up. But before we get into that, let's do the, the popular feature we're getting told. Even the main pod of Kings of Anglia have taken this feature onto that, Blue. That's how popular it's becoming. 
Um, but we, we bring our own little um, part of it. And um, it's going to be 10 questions with Megan, a chance to find out different things about Megan um, from your favourite colour. Which other sports do you enjoy? And will you be joining Team Roscoe or Team Blue? Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Before we get into that, let's start off with Blue. Let's start off with a football question. And um, I'll start off Blue and then you'll go straight away after. What has been your best football moment so far, Megan? It can be, you know, playing or also just being at a game. Um, do you know what? I'll probably go for one. I wasn't at Ipswich. I was playing for Essex. We were playing against Millwall, my old team. And we were playing at the Den, and Millwall and Essex hated each other, big rivals. And um, that game was crazy. We had people sent off, like just I think we Essex won, and so the atmosphere. I remember they put us in a little like cupboard for our changing room. They got the nice men's away one. They were posting it on their social media, and just the atmosphere. Like it wasn't a nice atmosphere. It was very sort of rough and tense, but. It was unreal. Like when we got the win, like just the energy was so good. I think that's probably one of the high, like one of the best games I've ever played in. I like that. And Blue, I think there's an opportunity now to talk to Megan about her experience with Scotland. Um, of course, going on the Scotland camp. Uh, what was that like? That was only a few weeks back. Um, yeah, what was that like? Um, really good. Um, so we went to we played against Slovakia and Hungary. So flew out there stayed in this five-star complex it was beautiful (laughs) and the the weather was really good um of the girls at the Scotland camp I say really really nice I got on with them really well and uh, that was actually the first time I'd been abroad so um got got, pretty much got got a holiday spend with my mates and play football so it was a great time we won both games we won 5-1 and 2-1 so um yeah it was a really really good experience Blue, it is crazy sometimes when I when I hear stories about, you know, definitely youth football and youth like playing for international team, you go into all these different countries and you are just basically with your mates having a kick about. It's just, it's credible. It's incredible. Yeah, and they put you in the nicest places as well. Like <laughs> rarely will you be in a, I think I've got um, actually Ooh. maybe two experiences <laughs> with England where you, you've been in a place and you're like, mm, um, one was Dusseldorf, one was Moldova. But I think we were probably at the best of the best in Moldova. Um but yeah, it's, it, when you look back on it, um, you don't realise, I don't think, when you're in it, what you're experiencing. Um, but yeah, it, it's a great experience to go on. And I think it helps you as a player as well, um, coming back from it. Um, but also challenging coming back from it. And I, how have you found that, Megan, going away on sort of a football intensive week or so and then coming back to Ipswich? Have you found that difficult? Has it changed your mindset at all? Um. I didn't, I didn't, like, load-wise, I found it okay. Because, um, actually, I didn't play in the games at Scotland camp, so I was mainly just doing training sessions. Um, so I wasn't too tired when I got back from camp. Obviously, I had a great experience. But um, I think it just gave me a bit more motivation, almost, to really try and push, give the Scotland coaches things to look at, things to maybe make them go, oh, maybe, maybe, we, sh- maybe we need to put her in and actually give her minutes. And, and so I found it. Um, obviously, they the coaches there are ex ex pros. They used to they got a lot of caps for Scotland when they played, and so they gave me a lot of good feedback. So just coming back into Ipswich and just really knuckling down. So yeah, I found it good, and I'm I, to be fair. By the end of Scotland camp, I was ready to come back to club. I sort yeah. of I'd, I'd been away for just a 
about a week and so I was ready to come back in sort of get back in with first team academy and just really push on with Ipswich to be honest. Is that um is that via your dad or your mum or both Scotland's you know thing me? Uh, it's my mum's side, so they all. Yeah. My mum's side of the family all live in Scotland. My my dad's boring; he's English. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Blue, take away then. Next question. So next one, um, football related as well. So what player do you enjoy watching? So this can be male, female. What's your pick at the minute? At the moment, probably for the women's game, uh, Leah Williamson. Very modern centre back, almost yeah. almost done and almost done a me sort of can play in midfield, but now Arsenal plays plays at centre back, and so um just watching her, watching how she works, and then in in the in the Premier League men's game you've probably got Thiago Silva, Van Dyke, although Van Dyke's getting a lot of hate at the moment, but no, I won't have it, I won't have it. <laughs> no Van Dyke's landed here. No, uh, who's your team, Megan? As well, who you know, who's is a Villa because of where you live for a little while, or have you got? No, I'm a I'm an Arsenal girl. Support okay. Arsenal. We got we got a few. We got you know, Pescat's a big Arsenal fan, isn't she? Um, yeah, she is. I definitely preferred it when Arsenal weren't doing so well, and you could get the mick out of them. But now, uh, now I can't really um, say anything. <laughs> yeah. now, will it last though? Will it last? We'll, we shall see. Because um, yeah, some teams they have their good start of the season, but you know, I've got no hate for Arsenal. I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for them. But um, we'll, we'll yeah, we'll move on shortly. Um, now, next question is a bit silly one, um, and there's sort of two answers for this, Megan. Um, so I'll let you have a little think. If you were stuck on a desert island. Which teammate would you choose to be with? Or basically, if you're stuck there, you can't get off. You're basically just there for the rest of your life. Or you're trying to get off it, you know, using all the bits and bobs to try to get off it. So you can have two different teammates. If I'm trying to get off the island, I'm not taking any of my teammates. <laughs> I'll be honest. They are, especially the ones I'm close with, are not the most intellectual. If, if I... If, <laughs> If I did have to take one though, I'd probably take Summer Hughes. Yeah. She's quite in, she's quite clever. I'll give it to Summer. She's clever. Um, but if I'm just going there for a good time, like I'm going to be stuck. I'll, I I either think either Sarah B or Nina. I don't know if I'd get sick of Nina because that child is nuts. She's crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, very good. Between, between one of those two, probably Sarah or Nina. <laughs> good choices, good choices. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Next one. I know you said that Scotland camp was the first time sort of out the country, but if you had to, have you got a dream holiday destination or a favourite one that you've been to so far? What's the? Um, do you know what I've I've always wanted to go to Australia. I really want to go to Australia. Um, but I, do you know, I also really want to go to Croatia. My mum went there a few years ago, and the pictures look beautiful from Croatia. Um, but to be fair, I've, I've obviously Scotland comes the first time I've been abroad. A standard for where my family go is Norfolk. So if we're going for a oh, local big one, up I'm Norfolk, come Norfolk. On. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a, that's a more local one. But to go abroad, I'd love to go to Australia. 
Yeah, of course, we're, we're talking about Norfolk as the place, not Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, that yeah. Some, what we're <laughs> yeah. talking about, but Norfolk is a nice, nice, you know, nice part of the country in terms of you know place where you can go. So yeah, I do enjoy my little trips to Norfolk as well. But um, Blue, you met, you know, you was it your sister went to Croatia or your family went to Croatia as well, and you were like, oh, I want to go there as well. Yeah, so my family went to Croatia at the start of July, which I I was invited to, however, didn't go because I was like, oh, preseason starting, so I've got to be in. Um, but I have seen photos and I don't regret my decision, but it did look amazing. Um, so I think I will go at some point. But yeah, me too. You know, to be honest, having it being from Norfolk, Norfolk isn't a great county for football, but it is very nice to go to. Um, so yeah, big up Norfolk. Whereabouts do you go in Norfolk, Megan? Um, we go to a place called Munsley, it's like sort of just yeah, past yeah. Roma. Right, yeah, it's a very yeah. nice little place, yeah. Yeah, I know Munsley. See. Yeah. Lots of neat connections. No idea. No idea. Um, <laughs> swiftly on. Uh, let's talk about other sport then, Megan. Um, you were saying before you, you sort of got into football, you, you were playing other sports. So what other sports do you enjoy? Or what was the other sport you would go on to, you know, playing if you weren't playing football right now? Do you know, if I, if I wasn't playing football, I think I'd probably play handball. I'm a lover of handball. Um, oh. I love badminton as well. I do love badminton. Yeah, probably my two favourite outside of football. Like okay, it. not not the not a common answer like that. Um, this one's quite a hard one, I think. Favourite food? I'm I'm such a I eat food all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a difficult one. Um, food, I'll go pasta. I can eat pasta any time of the day, any any type of pasta, but. I think meal, I'll go enchiladas. Big Ooh. fan of Mexican. Yeah. Nice. Big fan. Are you good you good hand in the kitchen? Can you, you know, get something put some, something together? I'm actually I'm actually all right. I am um, I have a big family and we're a family of six, so everyone had their turns of cooking. So um I'm not awful. I can I can cook a meal. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um do you know what, Blue? I'm, I'm going to skip a question because we're talking about food. Yeah. And I think it's not cheating on my side. Um, now the question is, is Megan joining Blue or Roscoe? Pineapple on pizza, Megan, yes or no? Megan, don't disappoint me here. No, I've got high don't. hopes. I've got high, my hopes. Ignore are her. Her. Ignore her, Megan. Ignore her. I'll be honest. I will happily eat a pizza that's got pineapple on it. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So that's a yes, right? Just to confirm. I'll go if it if it got banned, I wouldn't mind, but I'll happily eat an entire pizza that's got pineapple. So I'll go with yes. Okay, excellent. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'll take that one or not. But fair <laughs> enough. Like fair enough. Yes okay, it's two two so far then. We'll find out. We'll find out throughout the season which other people will be joining your your disgusting side <laughs> or um my yeah, sensible side. But yeah, there we go. Pineapple pizza, yes from Megan. There we go. Next quick fire question: favorite color? Lilac. Oh wow, mm. we are chucking some good answers out. Any reason? Just um, shade. Yeah, just just sort of like it. I am um, my old school uniform back in uh, primary mm. school was purple, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this, and just sort of stuck with it. 
I like it. I'm a bit, as people know, I'm a big Burgundy fan, so it's sort of similar, isn't it? Um, what's your blue? Blue was blue, wasn't it? Blue for you, wasn't it? Was it blue or did you? Yeah. Because yeah? yep. of the obvious, obvious, obvious reasons. Has to be, has um, to be. Definitely. Next question. If you could have a superpower, Megan, what would it be? Definitely control time. 100%. Ooh. How, how, how would you... How would you use football, that? That's so useful. Okay. Can you imagine? Oh, I've just been beaten in a one v one. Let me just pause, <laughs> walk back round, unpause again, yeah. and I just win the ball. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be a professional within about a month. I'd be amazing. <laughs> I reckon less than that, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> like, see, for any corner, I'd score for every corner. Just pause. Yeah, up and score. <laughs> yeah. Or move. move. Oh no, you've got the ball. Move the goalkeeper, and then just yeah, yeah. I'm gonna pop it. <laughs> Straight to the WSL. I love how that's the first thing you think of. All the things in the world and you think, yeah, I'll win a game of football. <laughs> I like Got it. Me. I like it. I like um, it. Well, I'm trying to think of our superpowers with that. I think Nina, what she was it teleportation, I think she mentioned. Nina, yeah. Um teleportation's popular. Yeah. But Flying. Time. Yeah, time. Yeah, time Time's is a good one. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, I'm sure we have some interesting questions on this one because it's, yeah, good. Um, but final question, Blue. And um, don't disappoint me, Megan. Please don't say what I think you could say. So far, we haven't had this answer yet, but we, we shall see. But, Blue, take it away. Am I not giving away what answer we're not looking for? Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. What is the one item you can't live without? <sighs> I'm not going to be boring and I'm not going to say like football boots or football. Okay. So I'll, I'll be very British. And say tea bags. Okay. Yeah. I love I, like I love it. a cup of tea. I think I've drank about four teas today. <laughs> and is this just normal tea, green tea, English breakfast? Nah, I'm a bit basic, just a normal, just a normal cup of tea. All right. Okay. Now we've got to ask that extra question here. How do you make your tea? As we all know, this is Ooh. the standard. Yeah, this is for. <sighs> it depends where I am. If I'm in Scotland. <laughs> I have to make it with the milk first because that's just Ooh. that's just I don't know, <laughs> standard in Scotland. But when I'm in England and I make it by myself, water first, let it brew, yeah, and a little bit of milk. So, so hang on, in Scotland, <laughs> I want to get this straight because I'm actually half Scottish. However, how how do they make their tea? So they put milk in first, and obviously they're yeah, they're brewing, but you can't just make you don't just make it in the cup. Or the no, mug. so. So you you put your tea bag in your in your mug, a little splash of milk, pour no. your kettle, oh pour your kettle, pour the kettle in, and then you just leave it to sit for a little bit to brew. I swear that. Oh, okay. Apparently, it. apparently it stops like I don't know. Apparently, it tastes better. I can't taste the difference to be honest. But <laughs> it's the way my mum likes the tea done. So you know. Um, okay. I'll, when your mumsy says that, then sometimes exactly. you've got to take yeah, yeah. it. You just but... gotta go with it. Yeah. Um, do you have sugar with it, or you you because you're a, you're pro? No sugar. Yeah. You don't want, you know, yeah. I'm a healthy athlete. You know, no sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. 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 Um, okay, then, Blue. That is it for ten questions with Megan. Some good good answers, Megan. Although one of them was questionable, the pineapple question. But I'll let you off because you've been a great great guest so far. Um, let's talk then, Blue. Round up the results. It's been a while since we've done a podcast. A lot of games have happened. Uh, we're currently sixth in the league, which is good to see. Uh, we've got games in hand, of course, as well. 
Um, do you want to rattle out some results? It was all cup games on the weekends. Um, but I'm also, let's maybe mention some other league games after the Bridgewater game because there were some big score lines, especially one, one big score and the rest was like 2-0, 1-0 and all that. But take it away. Yeah, I'll highlight some interesting cup ones and then I'll go into league. So Oxford drew with uh, drew nil nil with Bournemouth, but won on penalties. So Ooh. I remember following that on Twitter after the game. Um, so that's interesting to see. Bridgewater one nil against Billericay. Um, Any others? We'll actually we'll mention. So we stopped on our on our way to QPR. We stopped at a service station. And we walk in, and the <laughs> Norwich City women's squad are in there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> absolute um yeah a little bit awkward, interesting but, yeah. But yeah i spoke to one of their girls and they had watford um and watford bopped them six nil um so yeah we we've got crawley this weekend um they lost two nil to plymouth in the league um away from home so that's interesting to see crawley not having a great season so far a lot of changes i think a lot of their players have left um, it's a bit of a turnaround and sort of struggling to find their feet at the minute. Um, before that, Oxford drew one all with Billericay. Um, Both very good sides. Um, Portsmouth lost 1-0 to London Bees, which I think is a bit of a shock. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we can go back further, but I'm not sure which ones we've covered and which we haven't. But, um, yeah, that's a sort of roundup. Um, but like you said, we were calling on Sunday, um, struggling a little bit. But yeah, like like we said, we all leagues in this team, uh, all teams in this league. Let me get that right. Um, are really tough to play. And Crawley last season was sort of a decent team, um, and now they're bottom of the table. So it just shows a strength this season compared to last season. Yeah, we um we played them three times last year. Um, of course, two in the league and then two in the FA Cup. Um, the last time we played them was in February, a two 0 win at their place. Of course, we we beat them four 0 in the FA Cup, and of course, we beat them one 0 at home. And of course, sadly, you know, bad memories for you, Blue, in that in that game. But still, great memories also because you scored an absolute world of a goal. Um, but yeah, um, Megan, you haven't had the opportunity yet to play Crawley Wasp, but um, I'm sure you're going to be part of the team uh, in some sort of fashion. I'm sure. Uh, Joe won't won't let you know just yet, but uh, how are you feeling going into this back in league action? And um, it's a weird one because you're playing bottom of the league, but you just never know what can happen against bottom of the league to that side. Yeah, this league is every game is a possibility to gain points to lose points. You know, um, I think a big one for us is just to improve our performance because I think so far this season we've really not displayed the football that we want to play. Um, Obviously, I don't know what's going to happen with me. That's up to Joe. Um, but, yeah, just hopefully that we play better. We control the game and we play the football that we want to play. And then, obviously, getting the three points, you know. Didn't have, obviously, the greatest start to the season. So, every point really, really does matter for us. Indeed, Blue. And um, hopefully, now a decent crowd as well. Um, it's, you know, in terms of home doubleheaders as well. Town men have got Portsmouth, which is going to be a big it game did. for the men. They've got their sell it's probably a sellout. And um, hopefully, that will sort of transpire into Sunday as well with fans going, you know what, I want, I want two games this weekend. Hopefully, the men will win and then they can go down to the AGR Arena, um, which is always good. Of course, it's going to get start getting a bit chilly down at Felix Doe. So, Megan, make sure to bring jumpers and Under Armour and stuff this time because <laughs> it's been okay that last few weeks because it's been summer the sun has been shining but it does get cold down there doesn't it blue it definitely does it really does like yeah 
a bit of a bit of Felix Stowe wind, and it's yeah, it's not the one. But that's all right when you're running around on the pitch. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, and uh, hopefully another clean sheet as well, Megan. Um, well, what a podcast been another jam-packed show. Any other business, uh, Megan? Anything else you want to mention? Anything you want to shout out? No, uh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my brother because he he was saying that um, I didn't give him enough credit for uh, me getting into football because of him. So there you go. My brother's actually called Ross as well. Hey, good name. Yeah, good so name. there you go. He'll be happy now. He did. He was a footballer. He's a pretty good footballer. I must admit, he did a lot of sessions with me. So I'll give him credit for me being a decent footballer. Will he be listening? You have to get uh, not to, Yeah, he'll listen. He'll listen. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll shout you out, and then maybe he'll actually listen to the whole thing. Yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna be listening. No, ten minutes in. No, still not no message <laughs> mention. Twenty minutes, still no mention. Um, but big up Ross. Big up Ross. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure, Megan. Uh, Blue, any other business? And um, it's been a pleasure having Megan on. Yeah, no other business. I don't think. Um, excited to play Crawley on Sunday. If you've got a spare Sunday afternoon, get yourself down to the AGL Arena. Two PM kickoff. Um, should be a good game. Uh, we're in form off the back of 7-0 win. So, yeah, hopefully lots of goals. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thanks again, Ross and Megan. Um, and we'll see you next week. Oh, actually, before we go, Blue, I've got to, um, I just got, got to remind everyone as well to vote um, oh, for yes. the Kings of Anglia podcast um, for the best EFL podcast for the Football League, um, for the Football Content Awards. And... Um, Myself and Blue, as a whole for women's football, Track the Girls Talk has been um, nominated for an award as well for best women's creators. So um, vote for us as well. You can do it on the website. You can do it on Twitter, Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Um, help us out and um, win the award. Um, also, I want to give a shout out to my uncle and auntie. They were actually, they went to the game on Sunday for the Bridgewater game. They just randomly appeared and went, oh, hello. <laughs> so um, big shout out. I don't think they'll probably listen, but it's just it was weird just seeing family members like, oh, hello. Um, so that's good to see. I'm, I'm trying to get more and more people down as possible. Um, but yeah, what, what's that like actually, Megan? Before we wrap up, actually, what's it like having you know your parents coming to games as well? I'm sure it can be embarrassing sometimes, but also I'm sure it's great to see you know familiar faces in the crowd as well. Uh, yeah, it's good. Obviously, I sort of I've moved away from home, so all my family live in London, so they don't get to too many of my games, but they have they. For pre-season, they came and they made a lot of noise in pre-season. My first game, for my first sort of involvement with first team against Wimbledon, they were very noisy in the crowd. I got a lot of comments after the game from some of the girls about it. But um, you got you got a rate of support from them. <laughs> I, I always see your parents on Twitter, very oh. active on Twitter. I love active parents on Twitter. As long as they're not my own, I love active parents on Twitter. All yeah. good stuff. I very active. I've I've tried to um recommend that maybe they chilled out a little bit, but I don't think I don't think I'm gonna win the battle. So I've just just gotta go along with it at this point. It's good support. It is. <laughs> They're just proud. They're just proud to see that see Megan on the pitch playing well. And um I'm sure it will continue that. Um uh, and blue of course, shout out to our sponsors, good old Marky Kennedy. Um, John Fallis solicitors have sponsored the podcast and of course as we said at the beginning the travel attire looks good and he's got his own pair as well so big up Mark Kennedy but Blue take away so I'm hoping this will be it um, but if you're still listening thanks for listening um, get down to the AGL Arena 2pm Sunday um, Crawley Wasps in the league 
Um, we'll see you there and we'll see you next week for a pod. From true crime to football, Brexit to postal. For more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon.